0: I'm Sierra Reed Linkson, and this is the HIPAA Critical Podcast.
1: As part of implementing due diligence, doing the research and making sure that our systems are safe, we're probably going to do some threat modeling, which involves identifying potential vulnerabilities or real vulnerabilities, and then putting in the countermeasures and controls in place so that those vulnerabilities are not exploited, causing loss. And the actual implementation of the solutions to help protect against that loss would be the due care that we're implementing.
0: You may be asking yourself what threat modeling is and why it is important. In this episode, that is what you're going to find out. Healthcare has been under attack for a slew of reasons for the past 10 years. Threat modeling, very simply put, is a way to model threats whether you are in healthcare tech or an insurance provider etiquette, there is a benefit to understanding who your adversaries are and where you are vulnerable to threat actors. Today, we are speaking with Tony useda velez founder and CEO of security consulting firm, Averse right. They are based in Atlanta. Tony is the author of Wiley's Risk-Centric Threat Modeling, a book based upon a patented methodology that applies a risk or asset-centric approach to threat modeling. Tony will be sharing this methodology with you today. Tony has been featured as a speaker at numerous conferences across four continents, sharing his insights on application security, risk management, threat modeling, and secure software development life cycles. We are so pleased to announce that Tony is presenting at Alto Spring Summit 2021, Secure Communication During a Pandemic, which is taking place next Tuesday, April 6th. The one-day virtual event will provide relevant content from thought leaders in cybersecurity, healthcare, and compliance. Instead of the typical sales pitches, attendees will be able to interact with speakers and other attendees during Q&As and remote networking opportunities. We will discuss Tony's specific session in greater detail at the end of the podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. Hey, Tony, do you mind providing our listeners with some more info about yourself?
1: Sure. Yeah. Hi, uh, everybody. I'm Tony uceda velez I am the CEO and founder of Versprite. Uh, Versprite is a cybersecurity company. We're globally focused and based out of Atlanta, Georgia, with presence in Europe and South America and North America. I'm also the Atlanta chapter leader for OWASP, the Open Web Application Security Project, uh, for the past 10 years. So, and uh, last but not least, I'm an author. Uh, I wrote uh, Risk-Centric Threat Modeling in 2015, and it's a book around application threat modeling with a risk-centric approach.
0: Yeah, great. And I know we're going to talk about the book a little bit more, so thanks for providing some initial info about yourself. And Paul, um, can you give us some background on yourself and your mission here at PAWBOX?
2: Yeah, definitely, Sierra. So, my name is Paul Jovacchini and I have been a customer success manager for about a decade. Saying that gives me a, a little bit of a cringe because I can't believe it's been that long. But I've joined the uh, about a year ago, and the mission here is to make sure that our customers are getting the most out of the product. And any features, any improvements, or any feedback that the customers do have, I bring it back to our, uh, our product team to make sure that we deliver on to those, uh, those requests.
0: Okay, great. Thanks so much for that information, Paul. And then back to you, Tony, can you provide some background on VersaBright and why you started the company? Well, you know What services you provide, where you guys are located, things of that nature.
1: Sure, absolutely. So I was a senior director at a Fortune 50 organization, and I was uh, doing a lot of things like application risk management and third-party supply chain uh, risk management and things like that. And um, I was actually on the side of the business that um, was ordering services from different consultancies around the world, you know, groups like the big four. And I saw an opportunity as I, you know, started going through, um, you know, the common deliverables um, that I got from some of these uh, consultancy places. And uh, I decided to start my own consultant group. And the focus of VerseBright is really meant to, to to tailor that gap that I saw then, which was a company that was really strong in technical areas of cybersecurity, but at the same time having a strong business acumen because I saw that there was oftentimes a disassociation of understanding the business context need for cybersecurity mm-hmm. or tailoring the, the results of cybersecurity for the business. So in mm-hmm. essence, VerSprite came out. And VerSprite is kind of a unique name. It's, um, it's roots in terms of its name origin. Ver is a stem in Latin for truth, and mm-hmm. Sprite is actually Greek for spirit. So I wanted to begin a true spirited consulting practice that was globally focused and that was more risk-based. Uh, for our audiences. And it's, it's, been, it's resonated really well with many of our clientele today, which we have you know, over 200. Um, so we we have five different business areas. We mm-hmm. have a security operations team, we have a threat group, a uh, governance risk and compliance group, a offensive security team, and a research team. Um, so that's at a high level really about the, uh, the origin of Versprite and how we came about.
0: Yeah. And Tony, just for our listeners, um, what is y'all's website so that our listeners, if they want more information, they can find you guys on Google?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So we're at www.versprite. That's V-E-R and sprite like the drink.com. We also have, uh, you can find us on Twitter um, as well as um, LinkedIn. We have a company page and most of our ramblings are really about cybersecurity on multiple different threads as it pertains to healthcare and beyond the technology evolving threat landscape and so forth.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll be great for our listeners. So thanks for providing that information. And Tony, I know we talked a little bit about your book uh, titled Risk-Centric Threat Modeling in 2015. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and if there's any learnings or best practices that would be pertinent to our listeners in the healthcare space?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, healthcare has been under attack for a good while because of a lot of different reasons. I think that attackers have moved away from the financial sector Uh, Just a little bit, and really have set their eyes for the past, you know, good ten years in healthcare because of some low-hanging fruit that they thought were was appetizing to them as um, threat actors. But threat modeling is really, in simple terms, a way to model threats. And for any healthcare organization, whether you're in healthcare technology uh, or you're a uh, healthcare system or an insurance provider. There's, you know, considerations and a lot of benefit that comes out of modeling your threats and understanding who is your adversary, what are they after, and based upon those things, how much of a pain point is that going to cause you if they are successful? So, threat modeling, the threat modeling book that I co-authored in 2015 with my uh, OWASP uh, co-leader Marco Marana was one that was risk-centric, and what that means is that. We wanted to prove for the readers, how do you prove that something is actually risky for a product owner or for an information owner or a data owner within an end, a business entity? And so we came up with this seven-step uh, process called PASTA. Uh, it's, it's an acronym that stands for Process for Attack Simulation and Threat Analysis. And it's really meant to be a linear step-by-step process so that if you've never done threat modeling before, you can go through these steps And uh, perform various activities underneath those steps to build a model of threats against an application or a product or a data environment that you might have in the cloud.
0: Okay, awesome. And I was going to ask you about your risk based approach to security. Is there anything else about that approach that you would like to mention?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, everyone talks about risk based, you know, in different circles, and it's really dissecting that equation of risk equals threat times probability times impact over some form of like control or countermeasure that's stopping all the bad things from happening. So a risk-centric approach is like trying to prove what are the most likely threats that could be affecting healthcare entity, their product, um, maybe an application, a patient portal, et cetera. And what what are the vulnerabilities that are associated with that? It doesn't have to be necessarily a technical vulnerability in the sense of like a bug or a flaw, it could also be a poor design. And that also counts as a weakness or vulnerability. And then oftentimes, you know, the variable that's very elusive to many risk professionals is the impact. Mm -hmm. What is the business impact that uh, data loss actually translates to in terms of hard dollars for litigation, representation, letters going out, you know, any sort of loss of accreditation? You know, there's a number of different things that could really spell financial fallout from an an impact uh, against a product or service. But um, at the, the, the considerations for the PASTA approach really tries to look at not just risk, but residual risk. And the, the, the last variable that I, that I didn't really talk about was the controls or countermeasure. What sort of things do you already have in your environment that is already safeguarding different types of threats that you are building in your threat model? If you're, for example, trying to look at the likelihood for extortion through ransomware, then, how would ransomware get into your environment? How would it actually affect your cloud environment um, and looking at you know what vulnerabilities are associated with that type of threat? what is the likelihood of that sort of threat from happening and what would be the impact but what sort of countermeasures does your organization already have or your application already have in order to reduce some of that risk that's where the residual risk analysis comes to life as uh, it's really at the heart of the risk-centric approach for threat modeling.
0: All right. And beyond Versprite, you run the OWASP Atlanta GA chapter, as you mentioned. Do you mind providing some more information on this organization?
1: It's a great organization. I mean, it's, it's I've been affiliated with it almost since its inception. Um, it's been around for about 12, 13 years. And it basically focuses on application security. It stands for Open Web Application Security Project. And its member base is over 40,000 members worldwide. And so across the globe, there are professionals that work for Boeing, for Coca-Cola, for for Google, for Twitter, you know, the, the list goes on and on where there's engineers and programmers, developers, et cetera, that have partaken in various degrees to participating uh, with the same mission, is is that they everyone wants secure applications to secure data, and there's a lot of projects, tools, and references that have come about from a global collaboration of leaders, of uh, lawyers, of engineers, of developers, of architects, etc. So, if you haven't heard of OWASP and you wanted to check out free resources that might be beneficial to you, especially if you're in the healthcare tech industry and you want to be able to um, elevate your maybe security architecture game or improve your secure coding skills, then there's a plethora of different things and projects out there that you can leverage for free.
0: Right. And And that website
1: is uh, www. I'm sorry.
0: No, no. you Yeah, you go.
1: I was just going to say that that website is www.owasp.org.
0: Yeah, that's great. And, you know, that we're always looking for resources to give our listeners in the healthcare space. So thank you so much. That is definitely a new resource that I have not heard on the podcast before. And Tony, what provoked your need for Pawbox Inbound Security and Exec Protect?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're at Versprite, we're big believers of um, You know, So we work with a lot of different uh, covered entities that are out there that obviously we then automatically become a business associate and so, information security, data security is extremely important. Now, as security professionals, especially a consulting group, you know the engagement models that we have doesn't really put us right in front and touching uh, necessarily uh, protected health information directly. But uh, we are, you know, examining the networks, the systems, the virtual systems, the cloud environments that might have PHI. Mm. And so, uh, when it comes to ensuring the correspondence of email in a secure manner. We definitely confide in the technology and the backbone of uh, Pawbox in order to secure that communication channel to our clients. And I know that our healthcare customers do uh, are very thankful for that. And also the Exec Protect is, is a step up so that we can protect you know, what we call internally, affectionately, uh, we can protect the employees from what we call phony tony. And phony Tony is uh, obviously those types of uh, nefarious actors that are trying to perpetrate myself and establish a conversation about you know whatever mm-hmm. to you know to the employee base, um, trying to perpetrate me and maybe try to solicit different things, pieces of information and things like that. So the exec protect was definitely a worthwhile add on to ensure the uh, that when I do email employees, is actually coming from me and not from phony Tony.
2: Funny, Tony. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love that moniker. And uh, what you're saying is, is spot on. We're seeing the exact same thing um, with our our customers as well. So um, maybe bad actors were going after financials, but now, especially with COVID and the drive for telemedicine and a remote workforce, we're starting to see those bad actors attack attack healthcare organizations. And so with Powerbox inbound security, um, what it does is, like you were saying, not only uh, scan for spam, fish, and virus, uh, emails, those uh, highly, you know, those emails that could compromise your system. What uh, something else that we, that we monitor is uh, exec protect. So we like to think of it as a bouncer at the door where we have a list of approved names and a list of approved emails. And if your name is on that, you get through the velvet rope and you um, get delivered to the inbox. And if your name is not on that list uh, that we bounce it. And that's a way that we prevent those funny Tonys or uh, those uh, people that are impersonating the CEO or leadership uh, roles Trying to take advantage of uh, the independent contributors, or maybe even your new hires. And what's great about ExecProtect is we just got a patent for this, so this is PowerBox' second patent, and it comes it comes with your inbound security at no additional charge. And uh, yeah, we want to uh, we're working towards making sure a lot of our customers are protected not only on the outbound with encrypted email, but also with the inbound security as well.
0: Paul, awesome. Good information. Thanks so much for explaining that to our listeners. And I absolutely love the terminology, phony Tony. That is absolutely hilarious. So um, Paul and Tony, thank you guys so much for being on today. I really, really appreciate it. If you're interested in learning more about Pawbox inbound security and exec protect, we have some great resources on our blog at www.pawbox.com/blog. You may also start a free trial of Pawbox Email Suite Plus or Premium at www.pawbox.com/pricing. Tony's presentation at Pawbox Summit is titled "The Cyber Threat Landscape Evolution: How the Pandemic Changed the Attack Surface in Healthcare." Attendees will learn the proliferation of cyber threats in the pandemic and post-pandemic era, risks to data in transit use cases for healthcare professionals, and endpoint protection implications. Attendance is free and please send an email to Sierra at pawbox.com, S-I-E-R-R-A at paubo if you would like to attend. And as a reminder, you can listen to other podcasts at pawbox.com or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. Thanks again and see you next time.